I'm Alicia Nesbury Moore, and this is what Chicago sounds like. I'm a scientist, adjunct professor at the City Colleges, and co-owner of Urban Produce, an urban farm located in the Garfield Park neighborhood of Chicago. So uh, my training is in molecular biology. I'm a nerd at heart. I was born in Chicago, but I grew up in Richton Park, a small town in the South suburbs. Uh, when my family moved there, I was young in kindergarten. And so I remember it being very rural at the time because there wasn't much development. And I was really one of few uh, black kids that lived on my block and went to my school. Uh, by the time I graduated high school, uh, Richton Park was predominantly African-American with a whole bunch of black families. And yeah, it kind of diminished a bit, you know, uh, over time well, with white flight, of course. Economic opportunities have really diminished over time, but it's still a pleasant little town. Um, it's just in need of a lot of development. When I got married, uh, my husband and I uh, decided that we wanted to be city dwellers because we both grew up in the south suburbs. And so we were like, no, what does it feel like to hear sirens and actual city noises? But then we actually began to dive a little deeper in that concept of what it meant to move back to the city and how our family could impact you know, other families in the neighborhood. And so we decided to um, move back to the West Side, which is where I'm originally from, and just be very active in the community. And that's what we've done since we've moved uh, back to the West Side, East Garfield Park to be um, more specific. And we've learned that it's such a close-knit family. Uh, I know all of my neighbors, we look out for each other. So it's, it's been refreshing to come back to the city and know that people are really invested in the neighborhood. So my grandparents moved to Chicago during the Great Migration. They left sharecropping and farming to come to the big city for industrial jobs. At the time, we know the, the city was booming with opportunity for Blacks to make better wages at mills and factories. My grandparents ended up landing a job at the Brock's Candy Factory in the Austin neighborhood. And my family often talks about how vibrant the neighborhood was at the time. Uh, but when industrial jobs left, the neighborhood diminished and families who depended on those, you know, industrial jobs relocated. And when they moved out, uh, they left their homes, businesses crumbled, leaving the neighborhoods blighted. As you drive through certain neighborhoods, you imagine what they look like at their prime and you ask yourself, how did the neighborhood decline? Where did things go wrong? And um, I think that has created a, a great challenge for Chicago, but I also see it as great potential for change. So Urban was just born out of the herb, so H-E-R-B-A-N, herb and of course ending and and just kind of morphing those two words together to make something cool and it's a conversation starter so every time i say it's urban produce but it's still h-e-r-b-a-n and they're like oh wow that's so cool so <laughs> 
Urban Produce is the brainchild of Barry Howard and I. Barry is the founder. So he found this land. It was vacant. It has been vacant for over 50 years. So ever since the Chicago riots, there was no development on it in over 50 years. His idea was vacant land, idle hands in the neighborhood. So how can we produce something to basically give opportunity for people that live in the neighborhood? And so that's kind of where it started, a hydroponic greenhouse and an outdoor plot that was the size of a city lot. And now it is nearly two acres in size and growing. So it has really morphed into something bigger than he or I ever imagined. Urban produce is more than a farm. It's more than an urban farm. It's a movement providing local employment, food education, youth programming, and resources for entrepreneurs. When 2020 hit, <laughs> it was like doomsday. I was harvesting in the greenhouse, and all of a sudden, I just started getting call after call after call from chefs. They were canceling orders indefinitely. Because at the time, we sold to wholesale markets exclusively. 2020 really forced us to think about everything that we've talked about in the past and how it was relevant to now. And so we quickly pivoted our uh, business model so that we could not only sell to wholesale, but we can also sell to the public. And so that's how our work has really changed. Using agriculture as activism by helping to make it more just and sustainable. Like that's really been something that I've really focused on. It's more important now than ever. When you look at our neighborhoods and healthy food options just aren't available. That has really played a role in our overall health, even with, you know, the coronavirus. It's this big system that works together, but you know, as a person, I just try to chip at it little piece by piece.